Aren't you thankful that you believe He's a good God? Right? You know, if you didn't believe He's a good God, the only reason you'd be in church tonight is because you have to be. Right? (laughs) Right? Anybody ever go to church because they had to? I did. Right? You had to. That's what that's what people that serve God did, and they better do it or else. I don't know what el- or else what was, but I didn't want to find out, right? Or else, like, I don't know what God would do to you, but He's a good God, and that that's the truth. And and whatever happened to you beyond that would be your own fault, right? It, you know, it's because it's by faith that we receive from His goodness, and so the more we know about His goodness, and the more we believe He's good the more we receive on that behalf. Amen? You know, believing that God's good is important. You know, I was uh, actually talking to Brother Moore this afternoon. He brought up that verse that uh, in Hebrews that says that you must believe He's good and that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. You must believe He is and you must believe He's good. You know, believing He is, a lot of people do. Believing He's good is not always the popular message. Right? And you'll even have people say, yeah, he's good, but... No, he's not good, but he's just good. Amen? He's just good, and he's doing good things. And and if we'll seek him, and we'll seek him in his truth, in, in, in the truth of who he really is, we'll receive from his goodness. We'll receive what we're looking for from him through his goodness, because he put it there for us. Amen? You know, the grace of God, you've got so many people out there teaching on grace right now, and, and, and grace is amazing. And, and we're so thankful for that grace. But it's by faith that we access these things. And, and, and to, to uh, push faith back in the background, it would be to take it out of the verse that says we're saved by grace through faith. Right? And, and we want to access the things of God. Well, the way you access them is you hear about His goodness, you believe it, you start talking about it, You believe it, you receive it, you start talking about it, and you get the results of what you've been talking about. Amen? Faith speaks. Faith thinks, faith speaks, faith acts, and faith gets an outcome every time. Right? And some people say, well, you know, I didn't get the outcome I went. Then you didn't get a faith outcome. (laughs) Amen? And, And the only way we won't get that outcome is if we quit. How many have ever started believing God for something, and you were strong on it, you were in church, and you heard a good message, you got fired up, you got your scripture, put it on the fridge, right, put it in your mirror, and then every morning, that's me right there, yeah, by his stripes, I'm healed. Well, I, I got I got I got more than enough. I, you know, whatever verse you put, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, whatever verse you're believing for, whatever you put it on the, and and then a month later, nothing happened. Well, you're only saying that verse every other morning now, right? <laughs> a couple months later, still waiting. That might say that verse. Sometimes you look at that verse and go, can't believe I put that verse up. What, what, what are we losing hold of at that point? The profession of our faith. When we stop confessing those things, the devil loves it when people take those things off their refrigerator. Right? He loves it when they take them out of their mirrors. Why? Because when we confess those things, we're confessing our faith. Amen? We're confessing our faith in what we're believing from God. 
Amen? Many times you're confessing your faith in what you believe God's already done. Amen? You know, I was teaching a healing class this week. I had the honor to teach healing class this week. So you're going to get a lot of healing class stuff this week. How do you know? Just it, it, You guys are just going to know it as overflows and just going kind of comes that way. But But we're not... Faith is not waiting to see what it is. Faith receives. Faith receives now. Amen? When you, when you believe, you receive. The results may not be right there, but you receive as though the results were right there. Right? Results are coming if you believe and receive. It, it, it has to happen. It, it, it has to happen. Open your Bibles to Romans 10. Romans 10, we'll start about verse 16. Let's look at some word. Amen? Because confession is how you get saved. Confession, right? Confessing, you believe and you confess. You believe and you confess. Now, you know, many times what's happened is that the devil has taken confession and he's made it what you're doing to try to believe. And that's not, what, that's not what we're doing. We're confessing what we already believe. Right? We're, we're confessing. We heard the report. God's good. We heard the report that He'll heal your body. We heard the report that, he, that he'll, he'll be involved in your finances. He'll make you prosperous. We heard the report He'll give you peace that'll pass understanding. We heard the report that He's good and He's doing good things. And we believe that report, and we got hold of some script. We got hold of 1 Peter 2.24. We were believing for healing. And, and we started speaking it, not so we could believe, but because we did believe. Amen? Amen. It says here, it says, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. Obeyed the gospel means believed. They have not all believed the gospel. Because if you believe the gospel, the good news, it can't get no better than that. Amen? Amen. Here's the good news. You are going to hell. You are going to be broke. You are going to be sick. You are going to you are going to mess up most every day of your life. I took your place, paid the full price for anything that could ever happen, Jesus being I, not not I. Right? I I, I healed your body. I delivered you. I, I, I'm keeping you. I, I, what, 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 what else did he do? He did it all. This is the good news. And instead of what you were going to get, you're going to get this now. But there's one catch. You've got to believe the good report. There's a report out there, and the good news is Jesus. Amen? If you're believing for healing, the good news is by whose stripes you were healed. Right? If, you, if you're believing for finances, there, you know, above all things, I wish that you'd prosper and be in health. We, we, we want to get the heart of God. We want to believe the heart of God. And we want to speak the very things that He's saying about you. Right? We want to speak our faith. Our faith is, by whose stripes we were healed. We want to believe that report. And, and the people that didn't believe it, He said, he said Who's, who has believed it? Next verse. So then, faith comes by hearing. Well, these people heard. Why didn't they believe? Faith comes by hearing. 
not just not just hearing it as noise, hearing what they what God actually said. Amen. There's lots of noises going on in this room right now, and you could be focusing on any of them. One of them is my voice. But that doesn't mean you have to be hearing me right now. You could be focusing on the noise in your head, telling you, man, I don't really like this guy. This isn't who I wanted to see tonight. Right? <laughs> or, or I wonder what I could eat after this. Huh. You know, you, there's a lot of things you could be focusing on, but what you focus on is what you're going to hear. And, and what, what, what you hear is in truth, and, if you be, and, and when you hear it, it'll bring faith to believe. Amen? You, you'll hear that God's a good God. You'll hear that, that He heals the sick, that He, that he, that he takes care of us. That you, you'll hear the good news of the gospel. And when you hear it, your, your heart will receive it. When your heart receives it, you, you got it from here to here. Right. You heard it here, and now, now your heart heard it. And your heart said, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And, and, and what did you receive? You received the, his report. And it became greater than any other report that, that could have been given you. Amen? And it says, it says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And, and your faith will immediately begin to do things. The first thing you do is you get faith. You, are, you don't get faith, you have faith. He gives you faith by His Word. Amen? And so you receive faith. And you receive faith in the Word. And so that Word becomes, it becomes, in your, it, it becomes who you are now. That Word, okay? If, if I took 1 Peter 2.24 and I said, by His stripes... I were healed. This is what we went over in healing class. That's who I am. That's not what I'm trying to get. That's who I am. Right? We're not trying to get anything from God. We're trying to be who He's made us to be. We have to change our thinking to do those things. And faith will change your thinking. Faith is mind renewal. Because faith thinks like God. And his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He thinks things that, that your human flesh, ah, it never happened. Right? And, and he'll, he'll say, oh, yeah, it will. Right? Like, if we'd have been standing there when he said, light be, we'd have said, light be. God. What do you think? Are they going to light up the whole world with two words? Yep. And then we'd look and say, oh, wow. Right? Because if you look at things with your carnal mind, you'll miss God. You'll miss God because you, you were looking at, and, and, and you didn't believe in His Word. You didn't believe in His confession, let alone make one. Amen? we got to believe first in His confession. He said, He's the one that said, by whose stripes you were healed. He's the one that said, I'll meet all your needs according to my riches and glory. He's the one. That, that said, I love you, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. He's the one that said, my peace I leave you. Not peace like the world, but good peace. He's the one that said all these good things. That's his confession. Amen? Our confession should line up with his confession, and not just in saying it, but believing the same way he does. He, does, he believes, when he said light be, he believed it was going to happen. And, and it did. But he said it before it happened. Amen? He calls those things that be not as though they were. And he said, light be. 
And when he said it, it were. Amen? And, and that's, that's the goodness of God. That, that, he's doing things, it's, and, and he's saying, I want you to do this. I want you to be like me. I want to give you my word, give you faith in my word. You speak my word and have what I've told you you have. Amen? Amen? If, you're, if you're sick, I'm telling you, you can be whole. Because Jesus has made you whole. If you'll believe my word and make it truth... Right? My, his confession is truth. You say, well, you know, but does everybody get it? Everyone that believes it's truth. Right? Remember, remember what Jesus said. And, and truth is, the, the reason you know truth is his confession is because it's transforming. Truth doesn't just go in. It's not just uh, you told the truth, you know, because people just go around telling the truth. They tell what they see. His truth is, I call those things that be not as though they were. So he'll, he'll, he'll call you. He, 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 went, he had Jesus die on a cross and, and be raised again from the dead to save you that many years later. Amen? That's faith. That's the firstborn of many brethren, and we're the next born of many brethren. He is speaking great things all the time. He's, he's already said great things about where we're going to go, what we're going to do, who we're going to be. And, and the truth of God, well, and you even look at it, you don't have to look at it, but it's in John 8.30 if you want to go look at it. But he was talking to people and he said, and the ones that believed, now, not everybody, but the ones that believed, received. The ones that believed in what, in what he was saying, they followed him. They, they went, the ones that didn't believe, that well, he spoke the same thing. Everybody heard the same thing. Some believed, some didn't. And you might say, well, faith comes by hearing. If they heard, they surely got faith. No, it comes by hearing. Not, not, just, not just being in the same room where the noise is, actually hearing what he said and, and, and realizing the value and the truth of it. Because when you receive it as truth, it makes you free. Amen. It doesn't just set you free. It changes who you are. Amen. You go from sinner or from sick or from death or from whatever situation you're into into life, into health, into salvation. Amen. It makes you something else. It pardons you. In other words, if you had something against you, it pardons you. You no longer do. Truth, God's confession, God's word, is transforming. It'll transform the way you think. It'll transform who you are. It'll, it'll transform you to be the healed that you are. Amen? Amen. It, but, but we have to believe that truth. It's not just the truth that does it. It's the truth we know. It's the truth we know. We have to know that truth and be unwilling to let go of that truth. The, the, this is the thing. Faith comes, does faith stay? Does faith stay? How many people let go of their faith? How many people have, have gotten healed in a service and walked out the door and two weeks later come back with the same thing? Does that mean they didn't get healed? Or the devil came immediately to steal the word that was sown in their heart? Amen? We, we don't only want faith. We want faith that remains. Amen? We want faith 
that remains. Not only am I healed, I'm healed every day. I was healed before I got sick. I'm going to be healed a long time ago. I'm going to be healed for a long time from now. Amen? I'm going to be healed. I am prosperous. I'm not waiting for the bank to tell me I'm prosperous. The Lord told me I'm prosperous. It's time for me to start confessing what He sang. Amen? Our confession. It says, our confession. What, what does it say if we go to... Is it on down in this verse, maybe? No, look at... To, well, it's in Romans 10. Let's go up in, into verse 8. It changes... we got to change... The way we think. You can't think with your flesh, right, and receive with your heart. We, we, want, we want to begin to think with what God's putting in our heart. And God's saying, um, well, if you look at what he talked about, about prayer in Matthew 6 or somewhere near Matthew 7, where he said, don't pray like the heathens do. And what did he say? He said, they think, in other words... Their head thinks, and, and I know nobody in here has ever thought this, that because of their much speaking, right? So they've got a form of godliness, but no power, right? They're thinking and speaking, but they're using this, and they're using this. And what we want to speak is faith. And he said, they think because of their, many, because of their much speaking, they'll be heard. And then he says, don't pray like that. Because what's he saying? He says, you need to think differently. Because it's not about how much you say, it's about how much faith you have. We don't, Brother Moore said it over and over again, I know he's going to say it a million more times before we know it, but we don't receive according to God's ability, we receive according to our faith. People all over the universe right now believe in God's ability. But how many have faith to believe for God's ability in their life. Right. And, and that comes with believing, believing you receive and confessing those things which you receive. Look at Romans 8. Romans 8. But what saith, what says it? Saith, saith. That King James, me and him. What saith it? The word is nigh thee. It's right by you. It's near you. Where is it? It's right below your nose. It's in your mouth and it's in your heart. The word of God not put in your heart will not produce. Will not produce. Your head can't believe, doesn't have the ability to believe, never will have the ability to believe. Right? It's your heart. It's with, and in fact, is this scripture is going to point that out. It says the word's near you, even in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we what? Preach. What do we do with the word of faith? We preach it. We speak it. We say it. We, we say it to ourselves. We say it to others. We tell anybody who will listen. It, we're, we're confessing. We're confessing. If, you, if we're a confessing bunch, that's the way we need to be. Because what is a confession? It's telling the truth. Right? That's what a confession is. They put you on the stand and they say, you promised to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And what are they looking for? They're looking for a confession. Right? And, and you're, you're, you're to confess. What are you going to confess? You're going to confess the goodness of God. They're going to say, you know what? We saw you sniffle the other day. I don't know anything about that because by whose stripes I'm healed. I just have to confess it. I've got to be straightforward with you right now. I have more than enough to pay my bills. My God prospers me. He, he, he made Abraham rich. He'll make me just as rich. Right? 
Uh, you know, I know it looked like I was in turmoil the other day, but I'm just going to confess to you right now, I have the peace that passes understanding. I, I just got to confess. What, what am I doing? I'm telling the truth. People say, well, it doesn't look like the truth. The truth doesn't look like anything. The truth will look like what you speak. Right? You reckon everybody stood, if we just, like I said, if God would have said light be, and everybody would have stood there and said, well, I hope that happens, light be. Right? Because that's what people are doing to you when you say, I'm healed. But you don't look healed. I'm prosperous, but you don't look prosperous. Faith isn't, faith isn't looking at your circumstance right now. Faith is going to transform your circumstances. Right? Faith speaks the truth. God speaks the truth. He doesn't lie. If He says, I'll meet your needs according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus, then He will meet our needs according to His riches. I mean, I think He's doing okay. He's got cities that are made holy of gold. I think He's going to be okay. And He's a good Father. People say, well, He won't do that just for everybody. Yes, He will. He will. The truth of God is there for everybody. That's like saying He won't save everybody. He already did. He already saved every person ever born and ever will be born. Now, whether they receive that salvation will be up to them. He, he already healed every person that was ever born or ever will be born. Now, whether we receive that, it, it, the, the word salvation itself means healing, deliverance, prosperity. The word salvation is all-encompassing. And God said, I, I confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you'll have salvation. That's right. right? Is that the verses we're looking at right now? He said, he said, uh, the word's near you, it's in your heart, it's the word of faith which we preach, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, what's he saying? I, I want you to confess, I want you to identify with your Savior. Confess with your mouth that He's your Savior. <laughs> confess with your mouth that He's done everything for you, that there's nothing above Him, that there's never going to be anything over Him. Confess with your mouth how much you love Him. Amen? Amen? Confess. It's not just saying, Jesus is Lord. No, Jesus is Lord. 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 He's Lord of my life. <laughs> you know, you know the, that old saying that uh, actions speak louder than words? It's not a scripture, but it is a lot of times true. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Amen. Well, think about this. Actions speak. Faith speaks without talking many times. In, uh, what was it, in Lystra? We were talking about this in healing class. Well, you're just going to get the whole healing class. If you were in healing class, you're getting it again. Right? But in, in, and there was a man, and he'd been crippled forever since birth. And he wasn't saying a word. But Paul looked over him and saw faith. Faith was speaking. It had to be speaking because it spoke to Paul. He looked over and he said, he's got faith to be healed. Faith was speaking and didn't say a word out of its mouth. You know, our lives are like that. We're speaking so many times. I was talking to Ramsey last night. We were driving around. And uh, 
she was talking about some and some of the things she's doing in the church that she's in, and, and uh, you know, and she said, "What do you think about this, Dad? And what do you think about that, Dad? And what do you what do you think about this?" And you know, because there's so many different schools of thought out there today. And I'm like, "Well, what's it say in the Word, first of all?" But I said, "More yet, more so, can can you lead somebody to Christ doing that? Are you going to are you going to be a witness and a light to everybody around you?" Doing that, amen. Right. And 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 if you could say, well, nine out of ten probably. Are you willing to lose the tenth? <laughs> this is a deep discussion we were having. <laughs> and of course, she said no. I said, then that's your answer there. But you know, there's di- you see what I'm saying. And, and we, we want to be a light at all times. And we don't have to speak because many times if we open our mouth, our light shuts off. <laughs> right? <laughs> Preach the gospel at all times, use words when necessary. Amen? And, and that's an old saying, but that's, that is truth. Because, you know, confession should, should be faith. It, it says, believe in your heart and confess. So don't, you know, we have people, and I've done this, and you guys, I know you guys have never done this, but I used to get a hold of a verse and confess it and, and hoping I would believe it. <laughs> right? Right? You put it, you put it on your refrigerator and you confess, and you confess, he meets my needs according to his He meets my needs according to his meets my, and that's not confessing, that's chanting. <laughs> that's not, and, and, and it's not faith. It says to confess what you believe. So what, you're, what you want to do is believe the Word of God. Believe the truth of God. Believe, that's how you got saved. You were sitting in a service and somebody told you about how Jesus died for you. And how He lives to ever make intercession for you. And that He loves you and that God loves you. And that He has a plan for your life. And you got a hold of the gospel of salvation. Right? Because you were in the Baptist church or whatever church you were in, and that's what they were preaching that day. And you got a hold of it, and you got faith. You got faith. And the altar call was given, and you came forward, and you received Jesus Christ as Lord, and you confessed Him out of your heart, and you believed that what that preacher just spoke was truth. Mm-hmm. It was truth in the Word of God. Though every word after that is still true. Amen? Because you, you got your ticket to heaven, but there's also such a good, good, good things that God wants us to have right here and right now. He wants our bodies healed. He wants our households well. Right? He wants, he wants your marriages good. He wants your kids up doing the right things. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have joy. He wants you to be a light. He will, all these things are in the Bible, and there's word concerning them. And we can have and be those things. We don't get them. You didn't get salvation. You were saved. See, we're spending too, many, too much time trying to get something from God instead of be something for God. He's the one that said, I am healed. He didn't say you get healed. You don't get healed. You be healed. You be healed. That's, that's what you be. It, it's, it, it, you, we got to transform our mind and say, that's who I am. It's not what I'm trying to have. It's who I am. 
You're not trying to have these things. You're trying to, you're, you're not, and you're not trying to be these things. You are these things. You're, you're trying to take what you received by faith and get the outcome that you received. Amen? Obtaining what God has for us is many times holding on to what that, that same word that we got years and years ago. If it was months and months ago or days and days ago, whatever it was, we held on to that word. Amen? Where were we? Romans 10. Romans 10.10 10 says, For with your heart you believe. With your heart you believe. You're not going to believe any other place. So you grabbed hold of that word. It went from your ears. It went right into your heart. You began to believe. You believed what? You were saved. And you know what? Nobody was going to talk you out of that salvation. Amen? How many got saved? I was... <laughs> I was telling people in healing class, when I got saved, I was really young. And then, of course, I walked a different way than God through most of my teenage and early adult life. But you know what? If somebody came to me and said, I don't think you're saved, that was fighting words. I didn't care what I'd been doing. I mean, I wasn't even looking at my life. Why? Because I wasn't giving up my salvation. Right? Because I didn't want to go to hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't want to go to hell. I didn't know a lot more about it, but that's what I didn't want. I didn't want to go to hell. And so you, you could talk to me all day long and tell me what I was doing was wrong, and I shouldn't be doing that anymore, but the minute you went to you're going to hell, no. Now, I'm not saying that theology is good, and I'm not saying believe it. Because <laughs> you know what? Where I was, it's up in the air. Let's just put it this way. I never denounced God. Amen. But my light wasn't even under a bushel. It was... <laughs> so stop right there. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In other words, when you speak the righteousness that God put, that God put faith in your heart to believe, then the, right, the things of righteousness should begin to happen in your life. One of the results of righteousness is healing. One of the results of righteousness is peace. One of the results of righteousness is joy. One of the results of righteousness is prosperity. One of the, the results of righteousness... And see, that's where you got to get your mind thinking differently because we're, we're on this, if you do this, you get this. If you do this, you get this. If you do this, you get this. You know what you do to get stuff from God? You say, God, I need, <laughs> help me. Right? What would you do to get salvation? You confess Jesus as Lord. What would you give up for that? Nothing. But see, we're, we're in a world where you have to do something to get something. And there's your problem. You're not getting anything. God's not saying, I want to get you something. He said, I want to give you something and make you something. I want to make you free. I want to make you healed. I want to make you, right? He makes us healed. That's why you be healed, because he makes you that way. Amen? <laughs> the English isn't great, but that's what's, it's truth. Right? The truth will make you free. In, in other words, it doesn't, you don't get freed it makes you a free person. That's much better than just being the bars being open and you walking out. It's much better to know that you'll never have to walk in again. 
Because I've not just been set free, I've been made a free person. Thank you, Lord. That's a good that's good news. That's what transforms. And but that's how we gotta start thinking. We can't think like, well, I hope I don't mess up again because I'll be right back there where I was. You'll never be the same person you were again. You'll never be that person again. He, he began transforming you the day you got saved. You may, you may not go any further with it. It's up to you. But if you'll continue in His Word, if you'll continue following Him and hearing from Him and, and getting faith, believing God, believing His Word, then the truth you receive will transform your life. It will make you things that you never thought you'd be. It'll make you nice. (laughs) Why? Because God's nice. Right? It transforms you into being like Him. Right? It takes you out of darkness into light. Out of hate into love. Right? Out of impatience into patience. Out of selfishness into unselfishness. It, It takes you, it transforms your life. The faith in God's Word Believing in who you are because of what He's made you to be takes you to places you never thought you could go. Why? Because you couldn't go there before. Because you weren't that. Now you are that. What are that? That's a child of the living God who has access to all the things the Father ever wanted for Him. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. What a good place to be. But, but we're going we're gonna to hold tight to our confession, right? You gotta hold tight to your confession. The devil will try to tell how many people in here ever in your life the devil tried to tell you you're not saved? Huh? Amen. Because he's gonna try and talk you out of any word the Lord ever put in your heart. Any word. And and that is the beginning word that we all had to receive, right? You had to receive Jesus as Lord of your life. So what's he want to talk you out of? The beginning word. Amen? Because he can't have no saved people down here. And at the very least, if he can make you believe you're not, or at least act like you believe you're not, right? He'll say, well, look what you did. Look what you did. You can't be saved. Right? (laughs) Condemnation. Those aren't things that God made you. He didn't make you condemned. He made you free. Amen? He's a good God. He'll tell you what you're doing wrong. You don't need the devil to tell you. I don't want the devil to tell me what I'm doing right or wrong. Why? Because it's going to be backwards. If he tells you you're doing it right, you're doing it wrong. If he tells you you're doing it wrong, you're doing it right. Why? Because he's a liar. Right? So you should do whatever he says the opposite of. Amen? Because he's not going to help you. I want to get my information from God. Why? Because God's word is truth. And I can confess truth, and it will make a situation change. Amen? Because it's transforming. That's what it does. The truth makes you free. And, and, and as I confess the truth, it's not just the truth. It's the truth you know, and the truth you know is the truth you'll confess. You won't confess things that you don't believe. Right? You, you, get, you get in a tight spot. What's going to come out of you are the things you believe. You'll find out what you believe real quick. And, and how quickly you give up, you'll find out how much you believed it. Because, <laughs> right? you know what? We know from God's Word that the truth is that if we'll hold fast to what we believe and what we confess, 
then we'll have that. Right? Because that's what the Word says. So for us to quit is for us to say, I don't believe anymore. Whew, got quiet. Man, I don't know what verses we're using, but I only used like one on that, two on that page. Amen? Our, our speech, our confession is so important. Remember this, in Revelations it says he's the accuser of the brethren. So he's going to accuse you night and day. What do you got to have against an accusation? A true confession. A true confession. So when the devil comes and says, you know what? I saw the symptoms. They were coughing. Had a fever. Huh? Coughing, had a fever. Thought you were going to throw up there just a little bit, weren't you? Huh? Just don't feel good. I submit to the jury, he's sick. He's got evidence. Everything that you feel, see, taste, and touch, and hear, are against you right now in the physical. You've got to have a confession. You've got to have a confession. 1 Peter 2.24. You know, I, I understand what the prosecutors say, but I submit 1 Peter 2.24. As truth. Jury, it says in the Word of God, and this is my confession, it's just true, and I can't do anything about it. By whose stripes I were healed. And the truth of that Word is greater than any accusation that will ever come against you. And it's no different than your salvation. When people say, believe in your heart, uh, and confess with your mouth and you'll be saved, you can say believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you'll be healed. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you'll have peace. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you'll have joy. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you'll have the things that Jesus died, rose again, and bought and paid for us to have. Amen? And the only way we won't have them is when we stop confessing, when we stop saying, you know what, that's right. I am sick. Whew. Didn't even realize it. I'm sick. I know that the Word of God said I'm healed. And what are you doing? You're letting go of your, of your profession. You're letting go of the confession of your faith. You're letting go. And, and, and you're listening to what the devil now has to say, what your flesh has to say. Now, I told somebody one time years ago, they said, they said, uh, why don't you, they said, you're sick, and you just need to say you're sick. And I looked at them, I said, I will never say I'm sick. Because the minute I say I'm sick, by golly, I'm sick. Why? I just confessed it. I believed it in my heart and confessed it. So I'm sick. Don't let the devil... I don't care what it looks like. We're not looking at the things that are seen. Seen things don't mean a thing. They're temporary and subject to change. It doesn't matter what you see. It's what God's Word says. Because what God's Word says, if we'll confess it and believe it in our heart, then we'll have what His Word says, not what we've seen. We'll have the unseen. Amen? 
which is what we're looking at. We're looking at the unseen. What's the unseen? You, do you look saved today? Keith, you're not looking very saved. Are you sure you are? Yeah. It's not, it's not a look. It's a heart. Amen? Healing's not a look. If somebody says you don't look well, say, well, I am. I guess, I guess I'm fooling you right now because I'm really well. In fact, is I'm getting well or just because you said I, I look sick? Amen. <laughs> because I don't want to look like anything that the devil tries to put on me. Amen. I, I want my confession to stand out and be truth. And, and, and as it's truth and as I speak it, then it's just like light be. It, they're coming on. They're coming on. Amen? It's just that powerful. When God gives you a word and He puts it in you, because you're full of the Holy Ghost, first of all, you've you got the same Spirit dwelling in you huh? that raised Christ from the dead. That's right. right? And so He puts that word in you, and out of the Holy Spirit, you speak. And when you speak out of that, oh my goodness, the power. Don't belittle it one bit. Say, I confess. I, it, the, the jig's up. I'm healed. That's it. I, you know what? I can't take it anymore. I'm healed. I'm whole, prosperous. Oh my goodness, my bills are paid. Phew. They're so paid, the paid people call them paid. Right? I just confess, my God loves me. He takes care of me all the time. I know it looks like i got a few problems, but I, I just don't. That over there, temporary, going away. I got the eternal right here. It's in my heart. It's in my heart. And the eternal has to happen. It's going to happen. Amen? So, so what are we doing? We're not letting go. We're not even losing our grip. We're, it says lay hold. Or, or what does it say? It says something like that. Go to Hebrews. Go to Hebrews. Hebrews 10.23. Hebrews 2, 20, 10, 10, 10, verse 23. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. When you get hold of the faith of God, when you get hold of His Word, think about, um, the, we talked about the lady with the issue of blood. We'll get back to Hebrews 10, 23. It's, it's right there. We talked about her in healing class. The lady with the issue of blood. She heard about Jesus. What'd she do? Heard. Heard. Brought faith. Heard about Jesus. First thing she did was she heard. Right? Then she got a word in her heart. If I can just touch. Whew! If I can just touch. She got a word. She heard. Got faith. Got a word. If I can just touch. Touch the hem of his garment. If I could just... All I got to do is touch his clothes. Huh? If I can just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. She, start, she starts confessing this. It says, she said, if I can touch the hem, of the, the, just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Right? You guys read the story? Because we can go to it if we want, or I can just tell you about it. We can do both. It's in there several times. But that's, she heard, it says she heard about Jesus. And a lot of people say, yeah, well, she heard he was coming. No, she heard about him. 
He's, he, he's out healing people in the name of in, his, in, in God's name. He's out doing the work of the Father. He's the Messiah. He's the one to come. Have faith in Him. He's getting ready to come here. And she's, oh, He's coming here? And He's the Messiah? I don't know what she was told, but she believed in Jesus. She believed she could be healed. She got faith in Jesus. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus. She got faith in the Word. Amen? Amen. And, and, and she grabbed hold of the Word, and she got her a Word. If I can just touch His clothes. If I can just touch His clothes, I'll be healed. And you know what? There was a crowd that day. A huge crowd. Everyone was touching His clothes. wonder why they didn't get healed. Power wasn't in the clothes. Power wasn't in the clothes. Everybody was touching his clothes. There was probably a whole bunch of sick people there touching his clothes. They didn't have faith. They didn't, they didn't, they hadn't confessed that if I just touch his clothes. Now, don't get me wrong. You got people that try to copy. Right? You got people say, well, she pressed through the crowd. I'm going to press through the crowd. She had a word. You didn't. If I touch his clothes, I'll be healed. She says she touched his clothes, I'll be healed. I gotta run up, touch the pastor's clothes. She had a word from God. Right? You got a word from God? If you got a word from God, you won't have to run up and touch the pastor's clothes. You'll just have opportunity, just like she did. Right? I don't think he lived where she lived. He came to her town though, didn't he? Why? She had a word from God. He was bound to come to her town. She had a word from God. Lots of people touching his clothes. We don't receive according to action even. We receive according to faith. And we act according to faith. So you've got a lot of people doing an action that somebody else did. That's not faith. You don't receive according to an action. You receive according to an action based on your faith that God told you to do. Right? <laughs> You got people that, you know what, you ever had one of those services where people come throw money on the platform? That's really cool if that's what God leads. If not, you just throw your grocery money away. I'm sorry. Right? There's faith and there's fake. There's times where God leads that to happen, and it is glorious, and He'll lead it, and if you throw your money up there at that, at that time in faith, you'll receive a harvest. But if your emotions get the best of you, everybody else is. Everybody's doing it. Well, didn't your parents tell you if everybody was jumping off a cliff, you shouldn't jump off with them? <laughs> right? That's when it's time to say, Lord, am I supposed to do something here? Why? Because you're looking for a word. Once you get truth, you can move. Amen? She got truth. She got, she got if I can touch but his clothes, I'll be healed. And... And, and she touched, she began confessing that. Not just that if I just touch with his clothes, but I'll be healed. I'll be healed. You notice she didn't say, I'll get healed. She didn't say, I'll get healed. She'll, she said, if I touch his clothes, I'll become a healed person. That's much better than just getting healed. If you're a healed person, that means you walk around in healing. I'm a healed person. That doesn't mean that sickness left you. That means sickness can't get in you. Right? Why? Because you're a healed person. It's like being a saved person. 
So being a saved person is a great thing to be. You want to be saved. You want to be healed. You want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You want to be a lot of things. You, you don't want to just get something from God. If you get something from God, you could lose it. If you become something because of God's Word, you'll, you won't lose that. Why? It's because now it's who you are. You, you now identify with that. When you got saved, you were identifying with Christ. Amen? You're saying, He's my Lord. What are you doing? You're identifying with Him. You, if somebody comes up to you and says, Who's your Lord? Jesus. Why? Because you got saved. You be saved. So I'm still trying to get rid of that word too. You be saved. Right? You be a saved person just like you be a healed person. Right? It's a mindset. It really is because we're, we're a people who have to get something. We got to get it. Right? You got to get it. You got to get some faith. Get some faith so you can receive and be healed. How about that? Amen? You can grow your faith. You can, there's a lot of things, but, but God makes us R words and Bs. That's what you are. You're, you're not getting salvation. You, you are saved. You be saved. And if you be saved, then the benefits of being saved are within you. Why? Because that's who you are. Amen? So the benefits are in there. Take, get your faith out and access those benefits. Amen? Be saved. Be a saved person. It's a good thing to be. Amen? Amen. <laughs> you know, it's like somebody says, be a man. Be, sa- be saved is much better than be a man. Right? Because yeah. be a man is usually a bunch of pride. Yeah, get up and be a man. You know what? I just want to be saved. <laughs> you know what? I don't know about this be a man stuff, but I want to be saved. Glory to God. Where did I say go? Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 23. says, let us hold fast. Well, what's, what's he saying? Confess it. Confess it. Confess it. And, and when a doubt flies your way, you confess the word. Yeah. Right? Not because you're trying to believe, because you're holding on to what you believe. Yeah. We're not confessing to try to believe. We're holding on to what we believe. And what we believe is by his stripes we were healed. And I'm not going to let go of that. And I'm not going to look at another report. I don't need another report. I have the right one already. And I'm holding fast to it. And I'm confessing, by whose stripes I were healed. By whose stripes I were healed. Right? And, and, and you're holding on to it. You're not just saying it. You're saying it in faith. It's a difference. Anybody ever just started saying scriptures? Hoping they'd happen? You don't have to raise your hand. I did it for you. Right? <laughs> so you, you don't have to raise your hand. I, I've, I've done it way too many times. And, and you start confessing these verses, and you confess, and you confess, and you confess. But you're trying to get yourself to believe, get yourself to believe, rather than being believing. Amen? We want to be believing. Glory to God. It says hold fast to what? Hold fast to the profession of your faith. Hold fast to the profession that Jesus is Lord. Hold fast to the profession that He healed your body. Hold fast to the profession that He'll prosper you. Hold fast to the profession that He's good. He wants good things in your life. Hold fast to the profession that He's got a good plan for your life. He thinks good thoughts about you. Hold fast. Don't let your mind think you out of it. Right? Your mind will think you, our minds will think us out of lots of things. 
Anybody ever talk theirself out of something really good from God? Yeah, we all probably have. With our head. Why? Because we couldn't see it. We couldn't see it. We couldn't see how it was possible for it to happen. How do you suppose it's possible for you to be saved? You can't see that. Right? Well, it's just as real as being healed. Amen? It's just that possible. It's not impossible that you'll be saved, and it's not impossible that you'll be healed. Nothing is impossible to those who believe. Amen? And as we believe, we confess. And as we confess what we believe, then we get results. Faith always gets results. Right? And Brother Moore has said this to me on many occasions. I don't know how many times he said it in a sermon. But if you're in faith, things are getting better. <laughs> you know, when he said it, I really didn't like to hear that because what I was believing for wasn't getting better. Right? <laughs> I'm like, you sure? Because I really thought I was in faith. It's getting better? No. And then, hmm. Yeah, that's it. That, that's it. that would be his words right there. Hmm. <laughs> if Brother Moore ever says hmm to you, no, you were probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's the wrong hmm. Hmm. Well, what he's saying is you better think. <laughs> you better think. Amen. Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith, what? Without wavering. In other words, you can't hold fast and do this. You can't hold fast and let go every now and then. You can't can't hold fast and and it's over here and you're over here. Hold fast. In other words, stand right where you're at, confess what what you believe, and and wait. Wait, because he he who promised is faithful. In other words, he's never let anyone down. What's he saying? Hold on as long as you have to because he's never let anyone down. And if you believe that, you'll, you won't let go. Why? Because you're waiting on a certain thing. to. Ha- on, it's certain. It is most certain you'll be healed. It is most certain. They say, well, but, and immediately, I heard people's minds say this. What about people who didn't get it? <laughs> exactly. You'll know in heaven. Ask them why they didn't get healed because there was a reason why they didn't be healed. Sorry. I can jump in with it. My mom left way early. I'm going to say, why'd you leave early? She's going to tell me. <laughs> For now, I don't need to know. I just know that if you believe and you won't let go, you'll have those things that you believe. And I'll guarantee you, if I said anything else and she could reach me, she would slap the snot out of me. Because <laughs> she's the one that taught me that. And it was truth. It wasn't her word. It was the word of God. And, and what happened in her life doesn't change the word of God. And those are the things you have to fight or you'll let go. You'll let go. Well, these people are really good and look at me. I'm not that great. How could I expect? If they didn't get it, look at me. It's not a merit-based program. <laughs> it's not merit-based. Amen? I'll tell you one more story that I told in the healing class. They'll just have to listen again. Because we believe in merit-based. We, we look at things that way and we're like, well, my goodness, Brother Copeland was believing for this and I don't think he's got it yet. What could I, how can I believe but past Brother Copeland? Past Brother Moore. How could I believe? 
and you got people that come forward, and and they they've never they they get saved, and they get healed right there. Well, you're like, oh, I've been believing for a year. They ain't even saved. God, I don't understand. Oh, 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 you're going like this. You're a weeble. <laughs> you're wobbling. You're wobbling. Watch it. See, you, we can't. It, it's not a merit-based program. Right? You're saved. You're going to heaven. What are you whining about? Right? And you are healed, even though you don't think so right now. Right? Change your thinking. Change your thinking. It's not merit-based. I, I, I used to chew skull. I know that that messes with people because of my perfection. <laughs> and I, I chewed it for a lot of years. From the time I was 13 until I was, I don't know, 30, early 30s. Chewed it and served God. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> not for long you can't do that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Eventually he will say, stop that or I can't work with you. Amen? But I chewed for years. I'm just telling on myself that way. You guys don't have to deal with it, right? <clears throat> and uh, he said, it's time to quit. I heard him clearly, even though I chewed skull. I know it's hard to believe you can hear from God and chew skull. <laughs> right? God's good, guys. He's not looking to keep people back from stuff. He's looking to get them in. Right? He wanted to use me. He wanted to use me for more than I could be used the way I was. He still wants to use me for more than I can be used the way I am now. And so I'm going to be transformed even more than I've been transformed because I ain't there yet. But I'm on my way. I'm better than I was before and I'm getting better than that. Amen? So anyway, I'm seeing these people that are in my Bible studies and they're coming. I used to smoke. God delivered me just like that. I'm like, wow. God delivered him. What about me? Another guy, I was on drugs. Big time drugs. God delivered me just like that. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. God delivers people just like that. And I said, God, what about me? You know, because I don't know if you know or not, nicotine is addictive. You don't know that. It is. Don't try it. Don't test the waters. Because I didn't want to quit because I was addicted. I wanted to quit, but I didn't want to quit. Right? But I wanted to quit. You know why I wanted to quit? Because I wasn't going to hold myself back from doing the things of God. I've quit a lot of things in my life to not hold myself back because I will be no one's excuse to go to hell. No way, no how. And I won't be held back from doing something that God would have used me for. And God said to me, remember Paul? Said he had a thorn in his flesh? (laughs) I said, yes, sir. And he said, what did I tell him? I said, your grace is sufficient. He said, my grace is sufficient. In other words, you got everything in you that it will take to get through this. You got the word. I ask you to do it. What more do you need? Because a lot of people take that verse and they think God told Paul no. Again, I I don't know how you get no 
out of my grace is sufficient because my grace is all powerful. It saved you. I'm guessing it is sufficient. Right? If it, if it saved your soul, I'm guessing it, you can use it to quit skull. Or anything else that's coming against you. You can access it by faith. And so, I did quit. And I did it by grace. Because it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I didn't get the instant. And my mind could have said, well, they got the instant God. I don't understand why I don't get it. You know, quit looking at that. You're looking at what could be while you could have already had what could have been. And, and you're looking at what God did for somebody else, and, and you're saying, why don't you? And he said, I did do that for you. You're saved. You're healed. I did it for you. But I wanted the way that... Quit whining. What are you doing? Letting go of the confession. Why? I'll tell you one thing. People that get something instantly, sometimes they'll lose that. People that, people that believe God for something. People that use their faith and grab hold of it. They rarely let go. Amen? I'm not saying the people that got delivered instantly, that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. Why am I upset that they did? Right? Well, God would say, why'd you, quit chewing, why'd you start chewing skull in the first place? You knew better. I did. I grew up in a Christian household. It's not like my mom and dad said, you chew skull. It's a good thing and I want you to do it. They didn't say that. I knew better. And you know what? The way, the, the, I'm glad God did it the way he did it now. I wasn't glad when I was going through it. I was still looking for the other thing. But the, my point being is you can let go of your confession looking at what somebody else has and thinking you're better than them. Right? Well, I've been a Christian for two years. What are you saying? You're better than them because you've been a Christian for two years? And they just got saved? It's not a merit-based program. It's not a merit-based program. It's a faith-based program. It's a grace-based program. It's a mercy-based program. God's a good God, and He's looking to do good things for us. The lady with the issue of blood, you know, I don't even... How'd she know Jesus? Who was she? There's, a, there's other people thronging Him. Touching his clothes. Why didn't they get healed? Because she believed. She believed. She got a word from God. Let's get a hold of our word from God. Every, how many people in here, God gave them a word concerning something in their life years ago, and you've let that word slip back? And You may have got a thousand things since then, but you still haven't gotten that. You know, <laughs> Some people raise their hand. I'll raise mine. Let's grab hold of that word. Let's put them back on our refrigerator. Amen? Let's put them in our mirror. Let's grab hold of them in our heart and, and get that faith and get that, get, that, and, and get that refusal to waver, refusal to doubt, refusal to judge, refusal to do anything except receive from the Word of God because the tighter you hold on, the more certain it is you're going to have it. Amen? Amen? God's a good God. He's got good things for us. He's looking for ways to bless our lives. And, and this is the way He does it. He says, I'm going to give you my word, believe it, and receive it, and have it. Amen? 
What, what better thing that can you have than to be a healed person, than to be a prosperous person, than to be a, pe- a person of peace? Than to, you, this is who be, you, we don't want to get these things. We want to be these things. We want to be everything that the Word says we are. Amen? We don't want to just get it. We want to be it. If you get it, you'll need healing again. If you be it, you'll never need it again. Amen? This is, this is God's truth. It's eternal. And when we grab hold of the eternalness of it, is that a word? It is tonight. Eternalness. I actually like that. The eternalness of God's Word. When we grab hold of that, then we have the realization that there's no way it can't happen. It must. Why? Because it's going to keep on going until it does. It doesn't quit. It's not like us many times. It's not like the word of the devil. It's not like a lie. A lie has an end. The truth has no end. Amen? When we take the truth of God's word and we put it in our heart and we begin to confess it, and it's our confession. How many people on here are saved today? You don't have any problem confessing that. Do you feel saved? How many people in here feel saved? You probably do because you're in church. Yeah, so I'm in church. I feel pretty saved today. Well, maybe you'll be somewhere tomorrow where you don't feel saved. You'll still be saved because feeling isn't saved. Guess what? You're just as healed. You're just as healed today as you are saved. And, and that's important to know because you don't have to be sick because you be healed. And if you be healed, you don't have to be sick. Amen? And when we get hold of these truths, that we be the goodness of God, that we be prosperous, that we be everything that He's made us to be, then we'll hold tight until we see the results of who we are. Amen? You're not trying to see results that don't exist. They exist very much so. They exist over 2,000 years through the blood of Jesus. How did they overcome? How did the the people that were accused, how did the brethren that are accused, how did they overcome? The blood of the Lamb, their salvation, and the Word, their confession, their salvation and their confession. They overcame. We can overcome anything with with our faith, and our confession of our faith. Those things that are coming against us, we don't, have to, we don't have to sit back and wonder if we're going to overcome them. We're going to overcome them. What do we got to do to make that happen? Hold on. Hold on. Lay hold. What did it say? Let us read that verse one more time, and then we're going to quit, I think. I got lots more verses, but we're not going to go there. It says, let us hold fast hold fast the profession the word profession means confession of our faith without wavering and why can we do that because he who promised is faithful he who promised is not going to let you down you can be assured that just as sure as you're saved today you're healed just as sure as you're healed you're prosperous just as sure as you're prosperous you're peaceful just as sure you have all the benefits and the and the uh, characteristics of God in you. And we can walk in these daily. It says the just shall live how? By faith. faith. And in other words, there's not going to be a day where you can let go of the things you believe and just quit saying them. Why? Because you live by these things. You live 
by the profession of your faith. You live by the profession of the Word of God that's in your heart. We live. We have life. We, we, we move from death to, to life, from darkness to light, from sickness to health, from hell to heaven. That's where we move in the goodness of God. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. I had about three messages going on because that's how many messages I preached in healing class. But I think they came together good. I liked them. God's good. Man, He's good. He, he, he is so interested you know, in us not throwing away anything that He's chosen for us to have, that He's paid a price for us to be. And, and he's given us his word. He's given us his promises. And he said, this is, this is who I want you to be. Right? What, what did he say? He said, when, when, when the news come, the old, the old goes away. The, the new is who you are. The old is who you were. Amen? And, and we are the ch- children of God. We are those who, who live by this faith and walk in this faith. If you're, not, if, you're, if you're experiencing symptoms of sickness in your body, don't say you're sick. Be healed. Be healed. Rather be healed. Rather than, telling, than confessing what you have, confess who you are. Right? It's two different confessions. You can confess what you have or you can confess who you are. By His stripes you were healed is who you are. I am sick is what you have. <laughs> Amen. You guys got quiet on me. You got a song? You better sing it. They got all quiet. I am what God says I am.